This is Gary W. Johnson, a.k.a. The Vintage Gentleman, coming to you today with something that might inspire you, empower you, motivate you to be a better version of yourself. We've got various things we can talk about. The topic today is going to be about crying. Young boys crying when young boys should cry, if they shouldn't cry. Men crying when men should cry, when they shouldn't cry. Some people are going to have their different opinions on that. There could be another man that walked through this door. He may not feel the same way I feel about it. I grew up a certain way. I grew up in Dallas, and I grew up a certain way. I came out of the projects. And there are going to be some women that feel certain ways about certain things. Today, we got a guest here sitting here. Her name is Olivia. How you doing, Olivia? Hello, Mr. Gary. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. So, Olivia, yeah. tell me, where are you originally from? I am Nigerian. Oh, really? I am. Okay. I don't hear the accent. Well, uh, I like to call myself an African-American because I was born here, but both parents are Nigerian, so. Okay. Well, I mean, you're real Western culture. Okay. You can say yeah. that. I'm watered okay. down. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so, tell me, have you uh, ever been married? I have not. Never I've been, been engaged, okay. but I have not been married, no. Okay. So you single, you single parent? You I got am a single many? parent yeah. with a beautiful seven-year-old boy. Seven years old. Yeah. Okay. So with uh, a boy being seven years old and you living in the household uh, without his father being in the household with right. you? Okay. Now, uh, it's like co-parenting. Now, with your uh, uh, son's father, does he like take him on the weekends or what kind of time he spend with him? He's actually not involved. Okay, okay. Yes. It happens sometimes, mm -hmm. and, you know, he's missing out. He is. Yeah. I, I tell him, uh, you know, uh, for any single mother, you know, just keep pushing. Keep pushing. You'll be one day sitting by with the popcorn, just watching your child flourish, so right. it is what it is. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And we have more of that today in our society as Sadly, far as, uh, yes. you know, uh, single women, you know, raising right. children. Uh, but uh, it was like that when I was younger growing up. Really? Uh, I was a kid in the projects, and I can remember uh, one of my aunts at that time, you know, she had uh, her children, and she was like raising them by herself. Oh, man. You know, from time to time, I know there would be a guy that might come around. You know, I was so young, I didn't know if it was a boyfriend or what was right. going on. Yeah, but uh, the thing of it is, when you have challenges uh, like young boys that might cry, or cry too easy, right. or something like that, a woman might address it one way, and then a man may address it another way. Right. Now, when your son goes through changes, let's say he's got peer pressure at school or something of that nature, does he come home uh, telling you about somebody made him cry or something? Uh, well, I'm one of those parents that will ask about your day. So okay. we do have those discussions. Um, they can get pretty challenging, and then they can get something easy that I can actually be able to give a bit of wisdom to. Okay. And the reason why I say it can get pretty challenging, because guess what? The normality is not in the home where you have a father figure and a mother figure. He, right. You have single mothers having to go into that part of the fence to try to say what they think a male would say to a young boy. Right. So... Well, uh, the thing of it is, I can reflect back on when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> I remember, now, this is something that's really kind of crazy to a certain degree. I think about it now and I laugh about it. When I was a little kid, I was in the projects. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I may have been five years old. I don't know if I was in the first grade yet. Okay. And uh, there was like a lot of little guys in, in, in projects, they were kind of tough and they play tough and everything. Right. Anyway, I had cousins in the projects, you know, I had a brother that was two years older, had another brother that was six years older. Yeah. And so I was used to playing with them, but they would only uh, play so rough with me. I mean, now these young guys that were a little older than me in the projects, if I go out and play with them, I would come home crying. Okay, I'm probably about five years old. I come home crying because they played rough with me. Right. The next day, I'm asking my mother if I could go back out and play with them. She said, you can't go play with them because you're going to come home crying. And so I would beg my mother and cry to my mother to go and play with these guys again. I would go out and play with these guys. This is a true story. I would come back home crying because they were playing so rough with me. The next day, I would talk to my mother, cry again until she let me go. She said, I don't want you to go out there, but you're going to come back crying. Go out there and play with them. So I would do the same thing. So this went on for about two or three times to my recollection. So anyway, one day I went out and played with these guys, and I didn't come home crying again. Hmm. It toughened me up. They made me tough. So after that, I would play rough with my cousins. I had like about four cousins. One of them was one year older. One was one year younger. The other was my age. Yeah. I'd have them crying and they would run to my mother. <laughs> and tell on you. Hey, Rachel, you know, Gary Wayne, he played too rough. He do this. He, he playing too rough. He playing. My mother, before she whooped me, she always talked to me. She said, I'm tired of these kids running in there crying, talking about you playing too rough. Why are you doing that? I said, Mama, I don't want them to grow up to be a sissy. We living in the projects, and this yeah. is in the 50s. And that's what I felt like as a little small kid. Right. I didn't want that for them. So I was trying to make them tough. The way I got tough, I wanted to make them tough. Now, there are going to be some times when a young boy might cry. Now, uh, there's a time when uh, you might want to teach a kid uh, you can't cry in public or you can't cry in front of anybody else or cry behind closed doors. Right. What's your approach with your seven-year-old? So first of all, let's start with the fact that you just taught me something that now would help me in the future. Um, I am a mother that loves my child to no ends. I mean, Good. you, you got to understand something for me. That's my vision board baby. Okay. I, I tell people all the time, he is my vision board baby. Because this is something that I designed in my head before I even thought I could have a child. That's great. And so when he comes home with those types of stories... My instant reaction is to solve that problem for him. Okay. Now, can that be obsessive? Absolutely, because guess what? How is he gonna learn how to be a problem solver or become tougher? I'll give you one example. And this might shift the conversation, but this now helps me to calm down because I'm ready to go get whoever. It's right. touching my child. Right, right. <laughs> so, the mother instinct. I mean, it, the, that's that lioness is coming out. Yeah. That's my child. I right. carried that baby. Right. Um, a situation happened where he's outside playing with these exact same kids that he come home and complain about. Right. Right? And um, one of the young ladies, she's about, he's seven, she's 12. And uh, it was a misunderstanding where she thought that he was 
being rough with her baby brother, but the only thing that my son was doing was trying to protect her baby brother from out of the streets. Okay. And my kid is tender-headed. She pulled my child's dreads. Wow. And it put him, of course, in an uncomfortable state where he started to cry. He asked, why'd you do that? And, and me knowing this is because when he comes in from school, from wherever, I'm going to ask my child, hey, how was your day? What happened today? Good. You know, because if there's any conflict, how did we solve that problem? Good. Um, but when I feel as though there's certain situations I don't think he actually knows how to do, then that's when the mama bear comes out, right? Right. And um, I don't want to take his masculinity away from him. I don't want to take the joys or, or, or the blessings of being a male, how he's being created. You know, it's a great thing to be, especially a black male in this world, in this Absolutely. universe. So I don't want to snatch him of being able to solve his problem or become that king that he needs to be, right? But... When I feel like he is being threatened, and that's when that comes out. So when he tells me a 12-year-old is pulling on his hair, I'm like, well, what did you do? Right. Did you, you know, because he's like, Mom, you taught me not to hit a girl. Well then, you know. So he's crying, and he's battling with, I'm not supposed to touch this girl, but she did interrupt my space. Then turn around a whole nother situation. They're being combative with each other in a fun way about girls versus boys and who's stronger. And now her hand is on his throat. Wow. Now I'm going to ask you, did he have the right to cry in public? You know what I mean? Right. The discussion is, can a guy, can a boy cry in public? Did he have the right to cry in public? Because one... He's tender-headed. He was, it was yanked and it pushed him out the way. It literally pulled him out of his, you know, his stance. And then now out of fun, she wants to choke him. So there's two offenses back to back. Right. What does he do with that emotion at that age? Well, it's all about being balanced. And uh, as a kid, uh, I can accept and expect crying sooner than I can as an adult. He's a young okay. boy. Things are going to happen if you hurt, whether you fall off your bicycle, you scuff your knee, mm -hmm. it's okay to cry because you're hurt. Okay. It's about being balanced. But this is a child. Yes. You know, as you grow into your manhood, your young adulthood, well, then that shifts. And that's my opinion on that. It shifts. But it's okay for him to cry. But then that's when you have to uh, have a conversation with them. And there's a saying, conversation rules the nation and yeah, understanding beat the world. Yeah. And so you sit down and talk to him and let him know, hey, listen, uh, I know I told you not to fight a girl to do this, that, and the other. And, you know, she's a 12-year-old. She got five years on him, and she's probably yeah. bigger than him, you know, and taking advantage of him. And he doesn't want to fight because he's been raised to where he's not supposed to fight a girl. And I can understand that. And uh, that's the way you should bring him up. He's not supposed to fight him. But at Did the he? same time, if he cries because he's hurt, I think it's okay for a seven-year-old to cry because he's hurt. Okay. Because just because he cried then, that doesn't mean that, that crying is going to follow him the rest of his life. Gotcha. Because like I said, okay. I cried. I cried. You know. And so right now, even to this day, I might cry about something, but it won't be because somebody hit me or pulled my hair. You know, it won't be because of that. It won't be because a woman did something and now I'm mad at this woman and I'm crying behind this woman. You know, some guys, they may cry and be real sensitive about things like that. 
and you know, each to its own. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like a man should be stronger and not cry behind a woman or little things like that. Now, somebody might say it's a big thing. You know, this woman is getting ready to leave this guy. This guy cheated on this woman. He messed up. Yeah. Now he's crying because he realized he's messed up, made a huge mistake, and this woman is leaving him. And now he's crying about that. I look at it a little different because now it's like, hey, look, man, you know, I got to do everything in my power. You know, I'm throwing in the kitchen sink. If I have to cry to get this woman to stay, that's what I'm doing. I'm not saying that's what I would do. Right. But I would look at that different than just a man crying behind something and being overly sensitive. Okay. Okay. Well, then it is, there's, a two, there's a second part to this situation. So it's fair and it's safe to say that a child of his age should be able to express his feelings if, if it's something that hurts him, not something that doesn't hurt him, but something that really gave bodily harm to him or it hurt him to his core. It's okay for him to cry. At that age, sure. At that age, okay. Second one, because I, I <laughs> you know, I, again, I did teach my, my little one not to put hands on a, on a female. Right. Um, but... The generation of today is a bit different. Um, girls are lacking knowing how to be girls. And guys are lacking knowing how to be guys. Um, and I say that to say she had to have been taught that much aggression to put that out on my son. What advice can you give to a child that age when a girl has just violated him and he can't do anything about it. And repeatedly back to back, because at this point I'm telling him, hey, you don't be the aggressor, but I don't want people to take advantage of you either. You protect your space. So it's almost like a contradiction if you will, but I don't want anybody to harm him. I do want him to get stronger, like the conversation that you just gave earlier, where right. you kept going back out, kept right. going back out, because this is the same group of kids, just the same way. Right. He keeps going back out. I'm dropping him off because he has to get stronger, or he right. just loves being around this group. There's right. always going to be this, this, this thing that lures you into a certain group of an accept. You want to be accepted, right. you know, but to what point should he have put his hands on that girl? Well, it's not a game, but like in baseball, which is a game, three strikes you out. Three strikes you out. I had a friend that was uh, living in my neighborhood and uh, we played together a lot as teenagers, you know, uh, 15 to probably about 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we were buddies. And this guy, he was a short guy. You know, I was taller, he was short, but he was hard as nails. Okay. And this guy, if somebody messed with him, he would always say, go on, man, stop, man. You know, he wasn't soft, wasn't anything soft about it. He knew how to control. He needed to start he, out with a control. Go on, man. And that, it's not like somebody hit him upside his head or anything right. like that, but somebody was messing with him because he's smaller. Okay. And uh, he'd tell you, man, go on, man. I'm telling you, man, go on. <laughs> after, after he would tell you three times, I wouldn't care if it was a stick, log, brick, whatever. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> It's coming. And so what, what I would suggest is let him know that 
there has to be some lines drawn in the sand. There has to be a limit. Yeah. And when you reach that limit and pass it, like you're talking to a person, the girl, like, my mother told me not to fight no girl. She told me not to put my hands on you. Right. But my mama told me I need to defend myself. So right. I'm telling you now, stop doing it. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to fight you. The third time, I would give him a green light and say, after that, because you communicated. You know, like they say. That's what I want him to know. Right. I want him to learn that if you're talking, can resolve the issue, right. I need that to be the first thing you do. Now, make exactly. no mistake about it. I am not happy with the situation. Right. Right? It takes me out of my element because I see my child being harmed by somebody right. that's five years older than him. That right. doesn't feel good, but they're all kids at the end of the day. True. You know, like <laughs> like someone said to me earlier, they're, they're kids at the end of the day. They got to learn. Right. I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to talk to this young girl because it is a learned behavior, right? Right. But no one is going to take the time out to think, oh, it's a learned behavior. They're like, no, you touched my kid and now I'm coming for you. Right. You know? Because at the end of the day, what you start now and continue doing, I'm, I'm big on, and this is so my mission statement, consistency plus repetition equals success. Whether it's good or bad. Absolutely. You be consistent about doing the same thing over and over, you're going to be successful at it. Absolutely. And so I'm so glad that I had the privilege of making sure that I was able to talk to the young lady and say, hey, you are too pretty. You are too gorgeous, and I want you to even go in the mirror and have affirmation. You know what affirmation is? She said, no, ma'am. I said, I want you to tell yourself you're pretty. And when you're pretty, you're not supposed to put your hands on people. You're supposed to show so much love that it comes back to you. Right. And so now I have to reroute her brain. Right. Whether she did it when she woke up or not, I don't know. I'll follow with it. But I needed to, st not only did she need that, but I needed that. Right. Because instantly I'm like, I don't like this little girl. And I might accidentally trip you or something. Right, right, right. <laughs> you right, know? Right. You know, for touching my baby. For real. But I'm glad that you did say, you know, hey, it, it was something where you had to go over and over and over. And then it reminds me of being the, the new kid on a block in the project. And I'm from Africa. And, there, you know, there was all types of scoring going on. I had to really become strong in my situation. I right. was once that kid that my mom said, don't you be out there fighting. And I took it to heart. Right. But then when I got jumped, she was like, no, you're supposed to protect yourself. Well, you forgot that part, mom. For real. <laughs> so now I'm, 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 I'm hoping that it happened again so I can now get them back. Right. Well, actually, it did happen again, so I got a chance to get that back. But right. what if you don't get that chance, you know? And that's that one situation you're like, I wish I could have, should have, would have. But as a mom to a boy, right. it is challenging to try to teach them how to be a male. Well, you know, because I'm not a male. Absolutely. And I hate that our community, uh, the uprise in being single parents in a household is, is so common. Like, it is, it's huge. The percentage is high. So that's where we have like this, this uh, disadvantage in society because you have one parent trying to teach both sides and how can I teach you to be something that I'm not? That's right. not how God created me. Right. And so I'm glad I was able to seek help from yourself. Right. Uh, nephew, you, you know, my uncle, my, uh, his uncles, my right. brothers, you know what I mean? Right. What if you didn't have that? Right. Because he's the only child. So right. how do you go about trying to teach everything that you can?
Right. So I think it's very important too, and I would say that out there, because I, I, I wanted to know what you felt about it. Being that you have lived, you know, what does that look like? Three strikes, you're out. I'm okay with that. Right. As a child, I'm okay with that. You know, as you get older, you know what button's not to push, though. Right, right, right. right. But as a child, they don't know that. Right. So three strikes, you're out. So now you got to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that. Well, he, he was being obedient all the way around. Which made uh, me proud. Yeah. He's obedient. <laughs> He's listened to his mother. Don't hit a little girl. Right. Okay. And then you mom have might that, do it for you. Then you have <laughs> then you have that talk with him. Hey, listen, talk to him and let him know. Hey, look, right. I was taught not to fight you, but I was taught to defend myself. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, you need to stop because I was told that I've got certain things that I'm going to have to do to defend myself. Correct. And if you go too far, I'm going to have to defend myself. Okay. And so it's all about being balanced. Okay. All about being balanced. I, I can remember when I was a kid, I was talking about uh, people making me cry because they were being rough with me or yeah. I cried because I wanted to go out and play with these guys that were being rough. I was thinking as we were talking, there was a little small toy that I was trying to put together. I was five years old and I'm trying to put this little toy together and it's just like I couldn't get it. And I'm like, Mama, I can't do it. I can't do it. And the first thing she said, boy, don't say can't. I kept messing with it, messing with it. I couldn't do it. I wanted to tear it up. I started crying because I couldn't get it. You know, I couldn't get it. But again, when you're going through certain phases of life, mm -hmm. I feel like it's okay. You can cry. But when you get up to a certain age, okay. well, then I don't feel that way. And some people are going to look at it differently. What age? What age is too much to cry? Or not to cry. It's not like... It all depends on what you're crying for. Okay. If you're crying because, uh, let's say, your, your father passed or your mother passed, you know, I mean, that's okay regardless what age you are. Okay. Uh, if you're crying because uh, one of your friends got hurt or something like that, it's okay because you have a special bond. You have a connection with that friend. I'll take your friend that. was in a car accident or something like that. I'm not talking about like this breaking down who who but you know you're crying because man my friend was in this car accident you know i hope he's gonna be all right yeah because that's your friend you know i would say like if you it all depends on why you're crying but i would say if you're like you know 14 years on up you know that's when the change should come because you're going to be in the crossroads you're going to be leaving that adolescent stage and you're going into your young adulthood you're becoming a man Okay. And one large part of becoming a man is not being overly sensitive and crying behind little things. I can hurt myself now, and I can remember like when I was a kid, man, that would have made me cry, but I'm like, ah. And you ah. think about it, PTSD on it. You know. <laughs> but let me so, ask you this. Yeah. Can there be, Do you? what do you think about there being a safe zone for a place where you can go and cry and no one knows about it for men? Uh. I wouldn't try to teach a man that to have a safe zone. If you're like teaching a teenager, don't let your friends see you cry, go somewhere else. I would right. just tell them not to cry. But it's always better if you do it when you isolate yourself. But that's what I'm saying, yeah. like an isolation place, like your 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 rehab, your rehab place, your man cave. That could, can there be like a place like the world has beaten you up, did all that extra stuff. Can you afford to go to that? that man cave, that space, isolated from the world and cry as much as you want? Or is there a limit on that? I think it all depends on why you're crying. 
Okay. <laughs> it all depends on why you're no crying. No matter where it is, it all depends on why you're crying. It all depends on why you're crying. Uh, my mother passed, it was about 20-something years ago. Right. And uh, we hadn't had the funeral yet. And I was leaving her home, getting ready to drive back uh, to my home. Mm -hmm. I never will forget the street that I was driving down, driving down Illinois Street, you know, and on my way back home near Wynwood Shopping Village, you know, and I'm a grown man. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't hold it. Mm. And I just started crying. I mean, break, break your face crying. Yeah. I just started crying. You know, I mean, my mother had passed at the funeral. You know, because the funeral hadn't happened yet. Right. At the funeral, I didn't cry. And it wasn't because I wanted to try to be strong for my brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. It was like, I just didn't feel it. Mm -hmm. When I cried then, it just, it you was overwhelming it. and it just took over. Yeah. And I didn't try to fight it like, I'm going to be strong. I cried. And then probably about 2000, it may have been 2001, 2002. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my mother had been gone. I was driving down the street, and as I was driving down the street in a delivery truck, mm -hmm. I'm listening to the radio, and this song came on by the Spinners, Sadie, and I'm listening, I'm like, wow, I thought about how you was a little kid growing up, right. Sunday school and all that, that was my mother, how strong she was, that was my mother. Next thing I knew, my face just got breaking up and crying, I didn't even try to hold it. I was but in the truck by myself. But you were in your safe zone. I, that's what I'm really trying to get at. Like, I think men, males in general, should have a safe place. You know, you all are designed to hold and bear so much. Y'all need a safe place, whether it's your car, your closet, um, a certain room. Somewhere, y'all got to release that outlet. Well, I, I, when it comes to emotions. I right. think it's okay wherever you are. If it's the right reason to cry. Right reason to cry. I would you say, know, if, if you're away. in a hospital waiting room and you got your other buddies that play football with you yeah. and your your friend is in there, he's had a, a car wreck, bad car wreck, I think it's okay to cry in front of other people. Okay. Me personally, I think it's okay. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it just varies. all depends on what the reason is. You know, I don't think it just have, well, let me go in this corner and cry and nobody see me crying. Right. You know, my brother, which was six years older than me, if he got real mad, and I've seen it happen, if he's getting ready to hurt somebody, he's so mad, he starts crying. I mean, water's coming out of his eyes. He's running to the kitchen getting butchered My mother's having to run and get him. You know, we're in West Dallas Projects, and some dude's trying to jump on him. My brother would cry. When he's doing that, you better look out. Oh, wow. It's not because he's weak. But he's so angry. He's trying to control or suppress whatever He that... couldn't suppress his anger and wow. he's crying. But it's not crying because I'm a coward. I'm running away yeah. from something. I'm running to something. Oh my. And if you know what's coming your way with my brother, you need to run away from him. I'm real serious about that because he'd hurt you. Yeah, because it's easier for women. We will cry wherever. We don't care about y'all like looking at us. Well, yeah, we have our makeup on. That's a whole different thing. We yeah. kind of... <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to back, but you know we're walking bags of emotions. So I think for us, it's easier for us to express and nurture. Whereas you guys, y'all bottle so much up, and I'm, I'm I'm an advocate for y'all having a safe zone. 
I think right. y'all should have a safe space where whatever it is that y'all are dealing with, y'all need to go to that particular space. And I don't think y'all should be crying all out in the street. I'm I'm a woman's honey. I like a strong man. Good. So I don't need him crying all the time. Now, if we, you know, worshiping, you know, it's that moment we're praying, you know, and the good Lord hits you, okay, fine. You lose right. someone, fine. Just like we've been talking. Right. But I don't need to see a man crying all the time. I think... You know, y'all should have a safe place where y'all go on ahead and get it out and come out with your A game, you know? Yeah, I could agree so. with that. Yeah. And the men should be strong. Well, Olivia, it's been great. And, you know, I'm listening to you and I'm learning some things. You know, it's been a while since, you know, I've had, you know, children raising up. But, you know, I've got, you know, three, you know. But uh, the thing of it is, you know, when... Uh, you raising a child, right. you got some areas you have to address. Yeah. And you've got some things you have to realize you've got to let them scuff their knee. You gotta let them cry behind certain things. I'm gonna try but harder. you gotta you gotta monitor it. And I like what you said. You ask your son about his day every day. I have to. Because, you know, let's say, because he's not a Boy Scout. Let's say if he was in the Boy Scouts or something. Yeah. And some man touched him in a way he wasn't supposed to. Yeah. And you letting your son know, hey look, these are your private parts. Nobody's supposed to touch you. Oh, here. yeah. We call them you the know? jewels. Right, right. Yeah. Nobody. And so when you ask him, <laughs> say, I don't they care if somebody say, I don't care if they say they're going to kill you, they're going to kill me. If somebody touch you the wrong way, right. inappropriately, I need you to tell me. Yeah. Don't think Absolutely. about they're going to hurt you, mommy, or anything. I need you to tell me. So I like the fact that you said that when you uh, see him in the end of the day, yeah. that you ask him, what was your day like? Thank I think you. that's real good. An open line of communication. I think that's great. Thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate that. I needed that. And thank you for the advice. That was awesome. Um, like I said, I am a female in a household that should be two, but you know, I I use my resources. If I if anybody, any male that I need to ask so I can, you know, be a, a growth factor for my child, I'm gonna do so. So thank you for the advice. Well, you're more than welcome. And, I, and I'm gonna say this too. I know like some cases they say that uh you know, men are stronger than women and all that. Yeah. You know, but in the slavery days, when they were getting rid of men and doing certain things, mm -hmm. women had to be real strong. Yeah. They had Not to. By choice. So I think I think I think a woman should have a certain amount of strength and she right. should display it anyway. I mean, and show her strength from time to time. Yeah. You know, and uh, I thought about something real quick. I'm gonna say this before we close. Okay. We're getting ready to close. <clears throat> I was probably about 16 years old. You know, I played basketball, football, and uh, at this point, <clears throat> I'm coming from the streets where I got partners out there, you know, like we like little thugs. And I'm coming from the streets, and uh, my mother said something to me. I guess it was a joke, and I was supposed to laugh. I'm walking through the kitchen, getting ready to go back to my bedroom. And I'm coming from the streets where I'm talking to my partners like, oh, man, they're going on with that. Man, I don't want to hear that, you know. And so when I walk in there, my mother said something, I guess I was supposed to laugh, and I didn't laugh. And I'm like, oh, mama, I don't feel like laughing. In the kitchen, there was a kitchen table. My mother, which was a stout woman, you know, and I'm an athlete. She put this shoulder in my rib cage, lifted me up, pinned me down on that table, and said, boy, as long as you live, you better remember, I'm your mama. I'm your mama. You forgot you know. to leave your character outside the door. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. So my woman, my, my mother was showing her strength. You know, like you're not going to run over me because right. when you get to a certain age, if you don't check a child, you'll regret it later. Big fat. Yeah. So anyway, uh, 
We're going to have to close this one out. It's been real good. Oh, Olivia, I've enjoyed yes. it. Thank you. Yeah. I right. enjoyed you. Yeah.